0: Times running wild, I me in dead end streets, and every time I thought i got it made, it seemed the taste was not so sweet. So I turned myself to face man, but I've never caught a glimpse of how the others must see the faker. I'm much too fast to take that test change and face strange change it.
1: A little David Bowie to kick off the 354th episode of the Brian Oak show podcast. Turns out my name is Brian Oak, so it's a super simple name, right? But when we first started this, my god, 4 years ago, Sean. 4 years ago tomorrow was our first episode. And at the time, we're like, well, we want to make it easy for people to find we could have called it you know oblique strategies or whatever but people would be like well what the hell is that i don't want to listen to that i don't even know where my obliques are <laughs> i we've had this conversation <laughs> yeah, that's all right, right. That's and right. i still don't know where they are because they're oblique and if you look up See? the definition of that word you're not really supposed to know it's mm. out of nowhere much like most of my body
2: now in my advanced decaying age,
1: it is the Brian Oak Show, episode three hundred and fifty-four. Is that right?
2: My grandma always used to call when women got menopause their change of life. Does that still happen to women? So I've heard. Re- I've that. heard
1: it called the change. Like I know. My like,
2: grandma says, "Well, she's going through the change of life."
1: Yeah, that's why she's always so sweaty.
2: I'm in trouble. We're gonna get emails now. Here we are in the
1: Smart Start MN Studios in beautiful, (laughs) beautiful South Minneapolis here on Chicago Avenue. We're getting bonus fall right now. Don't you love it? I dude, it's it's, perfect. Today's a chillier day, yeah. But yesterday the sunshine was piercing my eyes, and it was amazing. I don't mind the sun being low. I just like to feel it once in a while. Today, a little gloomier, but next week is supposed to be in the 50s much of the oh, week, man. Oh,
2: in 60s a couple of days. Come on, yeah, really? Yeah, low 60s. What? It's going to be gorgeous, yeah. Oh. Might be able to swing the old sticks one last time. Are you talking about golfing? No, I have a bunch of sticks in I my see. backyard. I see. Yeah. Oh, you're you know, like, the a, like a stick fighter. Yeah, I'm a stick fighter. I do yeah. a lot of stick fighting now.
1: Well, I'm more of a rake fighter because I like to have a big... Metal thing at the end when I hit someone. Just kidding, because if you hit someone with a rake, they're gonna hit you back with another rake. And I never ever want to be hit with a rake. Yeah, Rake to
2: the Face was the name of your junior high uh, band. (laughs) Rake Face. Oh, it was my nickname in water. going, Rake Face. Yeah, nice one,
1: Rake. I just have
2: some acne going. (laughs) (laughs) I did have a lot of acne. Did you have acne? I had one year, junior year. It was not good. Like I wanted to just stay home, stay in the bedroom. It was just not a good... I was a massive pizza face through most of high
1: school. <laughs> Were you? Uh, yeah, but then, I, when I got to college, I'd been going to see a dermatologist forever, and all of a sudden, this unproven... <clears throat> experimental drug came out called Accutane. Oh, God. Uh, and it was not yet approved by the FDA, but the dermatologist is like, look, we've been trying everything, and it's not working. Let's give them some Accutane. And Accutane, it turns out Accutane is so strong that when you, like, they're like, no, 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 if you, you can't put this on your body if you're pregnant because it'd be like thalidomide, like flipper babies, oh, like no. that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't care, man. Get rid of these f- and what yeah. happens, though, is Accutane, not unlike the Incredible Hulk, Accutane makes it so much worse before it gets yeah. better. So on each of my cheeks, like Howdy Doody, I had a zit oh my the God. size of a pepperoni with a wow. head the size of an attractive nipple,
2: except that it was full of whatever's inside of it. That's zits. not fun. No. It makes it tougher to... Get uh, acceptance when from you Oh,
1: when dates. you're at a brand new college,
2: you don't know anybody? <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: no. So when you talked about not wanting to leave the house, I literally stayed in my crappy prison cell-like dorm Was room. Was there
2: tetracycline in that?
1: Yep. No, no. no. Uh, I, I took tetracycline orally through pill form, oh, okay. but also this Accutane stuff, which they've now apparently toned down, and it's kind of a regular yeah. treatment, but at the time, no dangerous and experimental, but... In the in the end, after all that arduous uphill nonsense, it did actually work. It I, I got rid of it. I still get a little pimple here
2: and there yeah. now and then. That's weird when you get the adult pimples when you're in the fifties. I'm, fi- I'm fifty five years yeah, old. Yeah, like man. come on, come a, on I got, with I got, a pimple. I got a
1: tidy one right here on my yeah. hairline. Right again, yeah. it's little. It's nothing like it used to be. Anyway, what were we talking about Just again? pimples. Oh, yeah, Smart Change Start MN. Smart Start MN <laughs> is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. They signed on to this podcast more than four years ago, even though tomorrow's our four-year anniversary. They said, yep, we're in because they're cool and they're good guys. And... Liking this show doesn't make them cool. They're cool guys of their own accord, even if this podcast had never happened. But what they do is they get you back into your vehicle after you screwed up. You drank, you drove, you lost your license. They can get you back into your car quicker and for a much more reasonable rate than you otherwise might expect. They won't let us talk about how much it costs, but it's freaking dirty. Cheap compared to the rest of your DUI, and it changes the nature of what that experience is like.
2: And one thing we've always done, we've always had this option, is you can go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show to get 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock system.
1: And before we get to today's guest, who uh, occupies a very interesting place, you know, marketing and talent buying, to me... The thing we've always said about this podcast is that we want to highlight. We've gone hyper local. You know, people are like, "Why don't you get bigger guests? Why don't you get Lady Gaga?" That's not what we do. What we do here is we talk about the <clears> Twin <throat> Cities, we talk about Minnesota, we talk about Wisconsin, we talk about the Upper Midwest. But In Fuck this, Iowa! Just well, kidding. I mean, you know how those. That was for are. Doug Collins, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are now going to be the one getting the angry emails, <laughs> yes, and I am. am happy about that particular part. But before we get to today's guest, let's also mention Scott Mackay, our mortgage guy. Yes. Um he so you're a realtor by trade. Yes. That's showing people houses, getting people into it, showing them what they have to do, what to expect, how it's going to go. Then they have to get down to the very real gritty business of getting a mortgage, and that's where Scott Mackay comes in.
2: Yeah, and there's people that, you know, back in the day it was a lot of let's go find the house and we'll figure out the mortgage. It's a really good idea, especially nowadays figure out the mortgage side of it first, figure out where you need to go and what you need to do. Maybe you need to pay off some debt, uh, whatever it happens to be. Scott's really good at the planning part of it. So even if you're not going to buy till next spring or sell and buy or whatever it happens to be till next spring, it's great. A great idea to get a hold of them now and get in touch and just say, Hey, you know what exactly do I need to do to make this happen? They do have their, uh, their buy down programs as well, where if you are buying right now, you can ask the seller to actually help you buy down that interest rate. Right. Uh, between that and a, a friend of mine, we just sold his place. It closes next Thursday. We came out. Uh, he he actually uh, house had multiple offers. Came out fifteen grand ahead of uh, asking price, which is great. That pays a lot of those interest rate issues that you have on the yep. other side, on the buy side. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it has to do with you know finding the right realtor, but finding the right mortgage person that can create the right plan. For you, whether you're somebody that's got a lot of cash or just a little bit of cash, and you're trying to find a way uh, to make it work so you don't have to rent anymore. Go to, um, or actually, call Scott McKay. That's the best thing to do. 612-475. Is that a four? Do you need your readers? No, it's. I'm sorry. Here I got
1: we a go. 612-875-4338. Is.
2: That is correct. And, and, what,
1: and what's his Android number? His
2: Android number is three three two zero six eight. That says NMLS number.
1: All I heard during that entire spiel was if you fail to
2: plan, you're planning to fail. Oh, no. You're welcome. I'm just so glad we actually had that spray painted on one of the walls in there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's a we're, gentle we're, reminder. We're,
1: we're gonna we're gonna lose we're gonna we're gonna lose our damage deposit on this room. Coming up next, <laughs> uh, Jesse Brudd, who is the marketer and talent buyer at one of our favorite venues here in South Minneapolis, The Hook and Ladder, is going to be our guest today. We're going to talk to him about some very cool projects they have in the works, what he's all about, all of it. Oh, and we're going to go totally TMZ because I have a secret reveal about his private life. Ooh, just kidding. That part doesn't. No. Exist, nah. man. We don't do that kind of garbage here. That's <laughs> nah, not going to happen. But I do want to play a song before we get to Jesse. This song is probably best known. The Deep Purple version is brilliant, and every everybody knows it. But very few people know that this guy was the guy who did the song originally. His name is Joe South, and the song is called "Hush" on the Brian Oak Show. <laughs>
3: My, 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 my baby, ooh yeah! Come on, bring it on! Come on, bring it on! You do not now. Wanna have good luck? Got to have good to have good luck.
1: So Billy Joe Royal had the big hit with it, and then Deep Purple decided to cover it as well and put their scuzzy, dark, English, heavy metal on top of it, which was brilliant. But it was actually Joe South that did it. He also wrote another song called Games People Play, mm. which would be a very popular international chart-topping hit in a number of countries, and it won the 1970 Grammy Award for both Best Contemporary Song and Song of the Year. If you don't know Joe South, I highly, highly recommend you find out about joe south right now we're going to find out about one jesse brudd as i've been told it rhymes with stud but also rhymes with mud if i'm not mistaken how are you this morning jesse
4: or as my mom said crud but i asked, her, asked her to pick a different word right, right. Mom. exactly mom. what about Come on, like, mom. like
1: blood like <laughs> yeah. blood that sounds yeah. intimidating It could be. You could change your name to Jesse Blood. There's nothing stopping you. Other than whatever what the cost. But then we'd have
2: to go. What's up, Blood? Oh, (laughs) whoa! You are going to get
1: so many angry emails. Email number two. (laughs) Unbelievable. Jesse uh, works at the Hook and Ladder, one of our favorite venues here, not too far away from us in South Minneapolis. And I love that venue because it is in my neck of the woods i live southeast and i love that venue not only because it's a non-profit organization but because they bring in such a cool array of artists do so many incredible events and a big person we have to thank is none other than jesse brudd jesse where are you from
4: well i was born
1: in milwaukee wisconsin go on
4: and uh, i uh...
1: when did you have your first beer
4: my well, eighteen years old. Okay. Good wow. for
2: you. Well yeah.
4: done. Yeah, yeah. I, I weighed a little bit, you know. Well, well I,
2: you can drink with your parents when you're a teenager, can't you? Like you, in Wisconsin, like you if can. your parents are there.
4: You can. And, I mean, the first beer that I had, I didn't stop at one. I probably had all 12, and then 12-pack.
2: So, <laughs> That's <clears throat> how you, you do it. Zero you know. to 16. We, just we launched the... right into it. I didn't know? I didn't
1: drink till I was 18 either, And but I went yeah. to college, and since I had no experience at it, I was incredibly bad
4: at it. Yes, I, I joined that
1: club. Well. I, waking up on the bathroom floor, that kind of <laughs> stuff, and not a good time. Tell me something about Milwaukee that someone not from Milwaukee wouldn't know. Like, I mean, there must be something cool about Milwaukee that the average person is to aware of
4: i mean i love milwaukee just for for the riverfront and, and the downtown and, yeah and when i lived there it was a little bit a little bit down
1: what river are we talking about
4: talking about the milwaukee river okay <clears throat> um they have the river walk and then they have the awesome beachfront
2: yeah waterfront that whole area waterfront
4: yeah yeah real cool you know east side but you know it's it's developed since i've left you know so i went i left milwaukee at to come here for college at the University of Minnesota.
1: What were you studying?
4: Uh, well, I started as studying architecture, but quickly realized that I didn't want to draft toilets my entire <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. So <clears throat> I I, hmm. I kind of leaned back and you know, I kind of, really? you know, it's yeah. just no, kind I of, guess it. I- yeah.
1: Again, when we're young, we are idealists, right? And we start to think, I'm going to do this. I I thought I was going to be an astronomer because I'm like, the stars are cool. The planets are cool. Where the hell are we? I would like to learn more about this. then I realized that it's 99% nothing but the hardest math you've ever heard of. You don't get to look through telescopes all the time. No, No, no. you're sitting there doing fucking math. And so I'm like, nope, I'm not doing that. So your story, that's why I laugh because it makes perfect sense.
4: Yeah, you know. but I knew I wanted to be creative, you know? So, um, but I ended up going to school for graphic design, uh, at the university of Minnesota.
1: Excellent. All right. So here you are, you're in Minnesota. How does your, I mean, I have a bio of you here of the things you worked for, the things you did. What is the weekly freak?
4: (laughs) Well, the weekly freak (laughs) is, uh, well, you know, infrequently weekly, but frequently freaky, uh, rag, Rag magazine.
1: This guy's pretty good. <laughs> yes, he is. That, yeah.
4: uh, You know, was published every other full moon, and I worked oh, with wow. uh, Timmy the Freak Smith, who you know, who started it, you know, years and years ago, and it was a Rag magazine that covered. The, pretty much the Grateful Dead, and you know, in Fairfax, New Orleans, and Minneapolis. Yeah. Wow. yeah.
1: I and, mean, so then you're familiar with like the, the legacy of underground comics, right? Like Zap Comics and yeah. the Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers, oh, and yeah. R. Crumb and all that stuff. Yeah. Did it have that sort of same aesthetic?
4: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah right 100%. On. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. We, I mean, in the old days, we went to, we went to, you know, Kinko's and you know, photocopied and put it together. It's and, a zine,
1: man. Oh yeah. You were doing your own thing.
4: It was a zine. And then when I was in college, a friend of mine said, Hey, do you want to put this together for, you know, some, some guys going to pay you, you know, an eighth of some delicious stuff. I said, <laughs> I said, boy, I think I'm interested in that. And I got kind of hooked up with Timmy and we started making this, uh, and I started helping him lay out the magazine as kind of something that I was studying in school, mm-hmm. but those relationships all kind of, you know, Led to my internship, led to the company that I first job out of college and then spurred my entrepreneurial career.
1: What was the name of that company?
4: It was uh, called Saga uh, Advertising and Marketing and, uh, and also Brave New Media. And uh, it was, I, was, I met uh, the individuals of, of Brave New Media, which worked with Harmony Park. So my internship uh, in college was to design the first website for Harmony Park. Where was that located? Uh, Harmony Park is about 90 miles south here, in uh, just north of Al- Albert Lee. Okay, okay. Right. So I got yeah. into that whole crew, yeah. Yeah. through yeah. this whole thing, met Timmy, and went through that whole thing. And then, you know, uh, Sue McLean Associates. Oh, yeah. Um, she supported, loves Sue, she, yes. Yeah. I
1: knew Sue for a long time, man.
4: Yeah, and she supported the zine. And so she took out- Of course out, she did, because she's yeah. cool as hell. Yeah, yeah she yeah, was yeah. the best. So <clears throat> she took out the first ad to help support the-, the the Weekly Freak wow. when we needed funding because so, yeah. she wanted the that to continue going.
1: Well, I mean, it turns out even when you're photocopying your cool zine that's well thought out and well written, yeah. it still takes some actual real life human dollars to be able to go it to does. Kinko's and print it up and get it stapled and distribute it.
4: It does. It does. And the beautiful thing about that, is, you know, those types of, you know, magazines, zines, it's, they don't exist anymore. You know, we, we talk about that around at the hook, you know, it's like, how do people really find out about all this stuff? There's a lot of websites. There's a lot of did- digital information. But there's just no, you know, cool little the, thing laying around well, to look yeah. at. There aren't
1: know. weeklies mm-hmm. anymore, yeah, right? Weeklies. I mean, Sad. You know, And there, there aren't zines. There aren't weeklies. Yeah. And that's because there is the internet. But I think we're all of an age where we remember pre-internet days. I try to remember how I knew as much as I did about music pre-internet. Yeah. And you know what? It was going to record stores. It was yep. talking to other weirdos yep. and it was reading zines. Mm-hmm. I, your Absolutely. Flesh Fanzine was one of my favorite magazines. And every time I saw it, I would grab one because then I'd have to go back to Coon Rapids cul-de-sac of hell. And um and but but you know, you would you'd hang on to these missives, you'd hang on to these things, and it's important. Um and the other thing that I like about what you do, being a marketer and a talent buyer, is it's hard work, and it requires a tremendous amount of effort and and dedication and focus, but you also get to work with some pretty cool people, right?
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I job is, is my job that you're, is amazing.
1: That you're sitting next to or just getting talent in the building. We do a lot of that here on the mm-hmm. podcast, Sean. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like yeah. it's not always a walk in the park, but then you get to talk and interact and watch this whole thing that you built and it took all fucking week to get this thing pulled together, maybe months. Yeah. And then it happens and people are having the time of their life. Oh,
4: yeah. It's rewarding to, on that level for sure. And, and working with artists and creatives and, and – you know, helping and supporting that industry is 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 really rewarding.
1: You know. Have you ever had anyone show up to a gig so fucked up that you couldn't let them go on? You don't have to say their name.
4: Well, uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't have let them go on.
1: Oh, but then here we go. Look it at makes that. for
4: great entertainment. Sometimes. Jesse's just
1: lighting the fuse yeah. and sitting back and watching the bomb go off. Before we talk more with Jesse Brud, I would like to hear what are the songs that you've picked. Now, tell me about the music that you brought along today.
4: Well, I, yeah, I brought, I brought along some tracks today from our new album that we're putting out, Hook on Fire, Live at the Hook, Volume
1: 1. Which we'll talk more about the album coming up next. Yeah. We'll dive deep into that record, sure. Uh, Because this is cool. The hook's been around a long enough time, and the hook has the heritage that I've seen. I can think off the top of my head of a half dozen shows I've seen there that I wouldn't trade for anything. They were they were brilliant shows. Uh, But there's been so many I haven't been to. Um, So we'll talk more about the record coming up next. What's the first song we're gonna hear?
4: We're gonna go. We're gonna play uh, uh, "Devil Horns" by Davina and the Vagabonds, Uh, a good friend of mine.
5: the devil get his horns. He got them under my daughter. do oh no, did the devil get his horns. He got them under my bed. He came over to play. What can I say? I love the color red. He came to visit last night. He Let himself right in. And with a whiskey wink he pulled himself a drink. He said, girl, you ready to sin? You see, I'm All the rest of play and pretend. <laughs> needed to use.
1: Freaking fantastic, man! What I love about Davina and her band—there's not another band like them in the Twin Cities. There's just there, theres nothing like them.
4: No, they're—they're they're very. Super original.
1: Yeah, and again, again, they harken back to a bygone era. But yeah. damn, they're fun to watch live. And they're just one of the 12 tracks that are going to be representing music for the hook and ladder on the upcoming album. And I want to make sure that we mention uh, Give to the Max Day is coming up next week. And Give to the Max Day is where people... Pull out all the stops and they support the nonprofits and the charitable groups in their community and believe it or not the hook and ladder is a non nonprofit organization this would be an excellent place to donate and if you donate I think you get the record don't you
4: yeah absolutely this year if you donate 25 dollars or more you uh, receive a download card for the record if you don't donate over a hundred dollars which would be an amazing gift yeah we get, give you an actual collector's copy of this of the album.
1: For people who've never been to the hook and ladder, what do you think? I mean, obviously, there are multiple rooms. There are cool people that work there. You have a great roster. What's the appeal? Why would people go to the hook and ladder? Especially, I guess, you know, living in South Minneapolis, I know why I would go there. But there are people from outside the area that know that that was an area fraught with peril not so long ago, that there was some darkness and some weirdness and things burned brightly. And some people, I think, are still afraid to go to South Minneapolis. What would draw people into The Hook?
4: Well, I mean, the, the talent that we have in supporting local music, mm-hmm. supporting uh, live music in general, is a great reason to, to visit The Hook. Mm-hmm. South Minneapolis, around our, in our Longfellow neighborhood, is coming around. We have outstanding businesses that surround us that are super kind and, and uh, working on creating the neighborhood.
2: Yeah, well, and both buildings by the way I mean both uh, both music rooms the sound is fantastic great great sight lines and it, they it has tons of character as well. Which matters to me when I go see a band. I want to see... Well, it's an old fire station, That's what right? I mean. It's yeah. so cool. It's such a great venue. Like, you have to go experience it.
1: And you you yeah. guys do great stuff, not only on the inside, but also on the outside. I mean, you have outdoor events in the summer when it's nice. The Deep Blues Festival is one of my favorite things of all time. My two favorite shows I've ever seen in your venue, both happened in the main concert area. Yeah. Uh, that would be Charlie Parr, uh, who I think is... One of the great musical heroes oh, of my lifetime. Yeah. He, the most reluctant rock star I've ever mm-hmm. seen. He tries to tuck himself into his yeah. guitar and yeah. vanish. <laughs> he doesn't want to be up there, but he has to do what he does, and he's absolutely wonderful. And the other one uh, is um, Sparhawk uh, of Low. His band, Black-Eyed Snakes, I think I've seen them live there two or three times now because... I. I I love a good grungy drone as much as anybody, and nobody really does it like Alan Sparhawk.
4: Yeah, I and mean, with the rhythm that he has, yeah, throws down. It's it's pretty tribal.
1: Singing through that broken microphone yeah. and yeah. the double yeah. drums, and oh man, I just I absolutely love it. Um,
4: and, and both those artists are have tracks on this album. I'm sorry, what? Uh, both these artists have tracks on this new, on this album. No, so. I did hear you the first
1: time. I, oh. did, I, 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 I was just, I was just trying Ooh. to emphasize uh, because wow, I, I I so again I. I, don't, I haven't seen this, the track listing yet, and I'm looking for it right now. It should be in the email, one of the emails that I oh, sent Oh, of now. course it is. Yeah, yeah of course. Man. Well, you know how I am. I'm very detail-oriented, <laughs> Sean. Very yeah. detail-oriented. Um, what tra- I mean, so it's possible that I would be getting live music from a show that I've attended.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Will you go through the track list real quick? Do you sure. mind doing that?
1: Sure,
4: sure. Just- yeah. Track one, we have The Bad Man. Uh, track two, Davina and the Vagabonds. Wait,
2: Bad Man with the
1: saxophone and the fun ska kind of thing going on? Or the,
4: yeah, rock. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yep, okay, yep. okay, okay, okay.
4: Um, Big George Jackson, the late, the late and great Big George Jackson. Uh, Flood Brothers featuring Kent Burnside. Who's a staple in our roots rock and deep blues presentation? Exactly. I
1: mean, related to R.L. Burnside, right? Son yep. or something? Uh, Nephew? Yep, grandson. Okay, there we go.
4: Uh, the Belfast Cowboys, which is uh,
1: they... Terry Walsh. I know those yeah, guys. Yeah. I know all those guys. Play, play about
4: one. They have a once a month type of a residency yeah. at the Hook and Ladder, right? Charlie Parr, as you mentioned. Oh. Uh, Tyler Nagiri Seaberg, Maida. Uh is going to be doing a celebration at the. Uh, on give to the max day so if you give uh you can come to the concert there on thursday and made is going to do a special performance
2: for real outstanding
4: because
1: mm-hmm. maida has been a guest in this very room before yeah it's going to yeah. be
4: outstanding full band performance and then we had the black-eyed snakes oh uh, all the pretty horses yeah and grant hart wow yeah and that's might have if i'm not mistaken that was from one of his last performances
1: Let me ask you this, Uh, and I remember going to see him there. Um, I also saw him there... So if I do 25 bucks, I get a free download card or a download yep. code. If I do a hundred bucks or more, um, which by the way, there's not really a limit on give to the max day. There's a reason it's called give to the max. Mm-hmm. If you're like, I'm sitting on this 10 grand, I don't really have anything to do with it. <laughs> what Let's do, I do? Yeah. give this shit to the hook and ladder. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, yeah. but if 10 I do that...
4: 10, you can get the album and lots of other special stuff well. So as that's well. What I you was can
1: was just come you. talk to me personally and I'll yeah. take care of you. <laughs> I mean, can I spend the night
4: there? I mean, <laughs> yeah. um, it could be a lot. Can Again, talk <laughs> about a lot of different things if you're gonna give 10 wow uh
1: yeah i'm not really gonna go quite, yeah. quite yeah. that far so if i spend a 100 bucks or more am i getting a cd am i getting a vinyl what am i getting
4: uh you get a cd and uh and the, but we're only printing a few right. so to have an actual physical copy yeah, will yeah, be yeah. pretty cool wow and um it's more just to encourage giving to you know our organization which is in need of everyone's support of course and so a hundred dollars you get the album you get the download card you can share the music and right now we have a matching grant so that actually be a 200 hundred dollar impact
1: fabulous
4: so that's you know there's no better way to go than to, to double your impact right
1: now all right well let's talk about doubling one's impact you mentioned something to me when you first sat down here in the smart start mn studio about zen arcade speaking of grant hart what is zen arcade
4: well zen arcade is a uh uh, rock and roll canna lounge and
1: uh, record store is a canna lounge like a dispensary
4: canna lounge is like a dispensary right now it's a place where you can hang out and yeah. drink and eat uh edibles THC, okay. delta nine thc low dose edibles sure and um you know I, as the rules and regulations change uh, there is inspiration to become uh, dispensary right there, rock and roll dispensary. Right Pretty there soon it's going
1: to be nothing but hookahs as far as the eye can see, and there'll be <laughs> a huge plume of weed smoke coming out of southeast <laughs> Minneapolis just off Lake Street there. Yeah. Um, and that's open for business on the regular?
4: Open for business, yeah. Well, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 4 to 8, and then Saturday, 12 to 8, and then we're always open providing snacks and pizzas and stuff and support, you know, and giving people a place to hang when the hook is open. So during concerts, we're also open for the People that are seeing live music.
1: One of the thing I've, uh, one of the things I remember from when I was a heavy weed smoker many, many years ago. But still, occasionally, the edible user, the munchies do kick in. Yeah. I mean, you do want to eat a pizza, yeah, a <laughs> yeah, whole pizza yeah. by myself.
4: Yeah, you come visit us early in the show, have some edibles, and then you can come visit us later in the show and have a pizza. Works out well.
1: I am going to sleep the night. I'm spending the night there. I, I'm spending $100. Bucks right, and there you I, go. I, I look forward to my, my little capsule hotel yeah. somewhere at the hook and ladder. Let's hear another song off of this new live record, if you don't mind.
2: we are going to do, Bust It Up?
4: Uh, yeah, Bust It Up, a uh, Slim Dunlap song uh, covered oh. here by the Belfast Cowboys.
2: We're going to do a Slim
0: song for you now. Mm-hmm.
1: That band is at full complement. Horn section, everybody involved, everyone engaged. There are few bands more entertaining in the Twin Cities than the Belfast Cowboys. Oh, for sure. I mean, just wowzers! And suddenly, Sean has tickled my tummy with the taste of nuts and honey. Uh, What? I I stole that from a Honey Nut Cheerios commercial. Oh, that's Um, right. I just, I was thinking, you know, you said, why don't we go see him next April in Belfast, the Belfast Cowboys. I was like, (gasps) and now it's literally all I can think about. But I have to put it on hold for just a minute because we are joined
2: by Jesse Brudd. You got to see him at the Hook. That's the place to see him. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When's the next time they're
1: at the
4: Hook? Well, it's coming up this December 23rd, uh, the musical mistletoe holiday Belfast show
1: go on and that'll be happening at the hook and ladder what okay. are the highlights do you have coming up in the not too distant future that you in particular are excited about and again i know you're not playing favorites your job is to market and make this a great ve- venue and destination for everybody no matter what they're into but it's always i mean there are times where we're doing the podcast and i'll be honest some i might anticipate more than others and i'm sure you must do the same thing with live shows
4: oh yeah you know i have i have my my love for uh lots of different music but one of the shows i'm looking forward to the most is jocelyn and the sweet compression go on uh coming in you know uh, original funk and soul music Mm -hmm. from lexington from kentucky wow so they're doing a kind of a pop-up show they had some routing and need a place to play and uh because they were on a bill at the dakota opening up for a band and that got kind of put to the side, so they asked us. I said, sure, no problem. We've been trying to get him in for a couple of years now. And right she's, on. She's just amazing. What is they- that show? That is uh, Sunday, November 19th.
1: And oh, cool. Jocelyn and the Compression? Jocelyn and the Sweet Compression. The Sweet Compression.
4: Yep. And then we have a really cool thing happening, uh, Decolonized Thanksgiving with David Huckfeld, and it's actually Annie Humphrey's uh, album release. So that's super cool. That's on Black Friday. Uh, we have... Just a series of holiday fun uh, in in December. We had, How would
1: people find out more about this if they wanted to know? I mean, what what's ground zero?
4: I mean, the best place to go is the hook and our full calendar is there, and you can see you know everything that we that, that we have coming up from Left Lane Cruiser, Sarah Morris.
1: Um, oh, whose birthday it is today, by oh the Sarah way. Morris, Happy okay. birthday, Sarah Morris. We yeah, love her. Yeah, She's played go. at our events. She's been in this room a couple times. She's one of my very, very favorite yeah. people I've met in the last five years. I just, she she has an ebullience about her that is hard to quantify. Absolutely. I, yeah. love, I love
4: working with her as well. Yeah. Uh, cornbread holiday, blue oh, show, I love uh, trailer trashes, trashy little Christmas, yep. two nights. Go on. Uh, we have an ugly sweater, you tied sweater ball with the pistol whipping party penguins,
1: which yeah. by the way is up there with front porch swing and liquor pigs in terms yeah. of one of the greatest band names of all time. <laughs> will you, will you say the the band name out very clearly into the microphone yeah. one more time?
4: Pistol whipping party
1: penguins because pistol whipping is not cool. Nobody no. wants to get hit with no. a pistol. Unless it's a penguin, <laughs> but then you follow up with <laughs> no, partying, not just, penguins. Not just yeah. a penguin, yeah. Yeah. a party penguin. Yeah. 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 Pistol whipping
4: party penguins is yeah. one of
1: my favorite things I've yeah. ever heard.
4: It, it's yeah it's easily the longest name that i have to put on flyers as we
1: as we look <laughs> ahead to 2024 what are you hoping for for the hook
4: uh 2024 we're just hoping to continue to have our doors open yeah and honestly we need the support to do that and we try to give as much money back to the artist and still stay in business and it's a it's not an easy task and so hoping yeah. to you know continue to stay in business and continue to provide uh, a place for locals and an amazing artist to come play.
1: Have you ever thought about charging more for your drinks and screwing over the artist because you make way more money that way?
4: Well, we, I mean, we try. No. That's that's no we we will I will never think about that. Now.
1: You know, that was a joke uh, obviously. Uh, uh, uh Jesse Brod is our guest right now. He is the marketing director and talent buyer over at The Hook and Ladder in Southeast Minneapolis right there on Lake Street or just off Lake Street. Yeah. But it's a great location and in an area that frankly could use more venues, but I'm glad that your venue is there. I want it to stay there. Yeah. Um Give to the Max Day is coming up in less than a week. And Give to the Max Day is when people go out of their mind and lose their their, all sense of normalcy and start giving money to nonprofits, which is always a good thing to do. The Hook and Ladder is a nonprofit organization. People can start donating right now, though. I was just at your website. They can donate now. They don't have to wait until next Thursday.
4: Absolutely. They can donate now, and actually it helps us if you donate early because Give to the Max gives out special Mm -hmm. golden ticket awards. Go on. And so they pull random organizations that get donations. So every donation that you give counts as another entry to win a golden ticket, and you can win up to ten thousand dollars. So our organization last year, because somebody gave it like two in the morning,
1: uh-huh.
4: that uh, on give to the max was drawn as the as the winner, and we and they gave us an extra five hundred bucks.
1: That's so, awesome, you know. So. But- having worked at a nonprofit before I got into radio, I spent six years working for the Clean Water Action Alliance. Every single penny freaking matters. Nobody there is driving a Lamborghini. Nobody there owns their own personal hovercraft. It is literally hand-to-mouth. It's it's, it's day-to-day all the time. But you also want to have this incredible venue. You want to have a beautiful place like you do. You want to take care of the artists to come through. That's what adds to the vibrancy of this community. Sean and I have thrown plenty of events Uh to support this particular uh, podcast and we insist on paying the artists not it's very common in radio and in other forms of media to be like well the promotion and the exposure should be more than enough value for you fuck off pay people for their art Uh and and pay people for their art so
4: exposure is a swear word where we come can- yeah
1: yes. i'll bet exactly. i'll bet <laughs> i'm also stealing that i've yeah. heard a couple of things today that i am totally stealing um the hook and ladder is an incredible venue in southeast minneapolis and i highly recommend everyone go there and it's the hook mpls.com for your website correct absolutely all right well and support them on give to the max day or do it right now win yourself a golden ticket and you said you have a matching grant right now
4: we do we have a matching grant from the 1025 foundation so any everything that you donate today and until the matching grant runs out is doubled so but we only receive that support if you donate so we have to have it matched so it's a ten thousand dollar matching grant so the first ten thousand dollars that everybody donates will double it up to twenty thousand dollars so it's really important to give often and early
1: and to the max, from and what to I the understand. Max. Yeah, Before right. we say our <laughs> final goodbye, I do have to check in with Sean. I can't believe how delinquent I've been in my responsibilities. Sean, in addition to being a dear friend, the guy who founded this podcast more than four years ago, is also a realtor by trade for Remax Results. How are things going?
2: Things are going uh, really well. It's that time of the year where if you if you want a valuation on your house to kind of figure out like what what's my house worth, even if I'm looking at selling a year or two from now. I love going out and doing those meetings. I can do all kinds of research online. I can drop off kind of way too much information about the market, what's been selling around you, what's pending, uh, that sort of thing as well. Love to do those to get you kind of prepared for selling in the future. Reach out 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band, but my latest sell that's closing on Thursday on the 16th, I'm going to ask him if he's willing to... Donate to the hook and ladder rather than just to a specific band, right? Because it'd be nice to take that money and then get it matched that, uh, as well. That would well. be amazing. So, I, will, oh, I so will,
1: it would literally double
2: the amount that you get. That, that's what if I mean. You did that, so, yeah. I'm yeah. Just, I was yeah. just sitting here thinking it through, and it's like I love helping out, uh, helping local bands, but I love it that the hook is a nonprofit. And I know just having talked to Chris Mozina many times away from this show. The amount of work that everybody puts in the blood, sweat, and tears to run a nonprofit and to keep that thing afloat is kind of amazing. And so I'm going to do what I can to talk to this, uh, talk to the seller and see if he's willing to do it. And my gut feeling is he will because he loves the hook. So That'd be amazing. Yeah. Well, that
1: sounds awesome. I suddenly am filled with warm fuzzies.
2: Holiday cheer.
1: I well, I mean, <laughs> we're not quite there yet. Yeah. I, I like to wait till after Thanksgiving before I really get into holiday cheer.
2: But well, I just yeah. want to say one thing: that these places will go away, and I, hate you know, yep. I, we don't no, want to go into true, all that. But man. but it's I've true though. I've seen too yep. many great ideas, nonprofits, places like that where people are, have the biggest heart, and even some business acumen. I and mean, you've got a you've got a phenomenal marketing director here as well. But the I mean. They've got all this going into it, but it's so hard to keep these things afloat. So please take us seriously and actually go donate. Don't just think about it. Also, I just got to say one other thing. Hit me. that it. That a lot of people get a bunch of shit for the holidays, a bunch of shit that they're going to forget about. Uh-huh. One of the things I'm going to ask my wife for this year is just a package of concert tickets. So to a place like The Hook. Uh, it, for me, my life is so much more about experiences than it is about shit that I don't want to use. I also don't like cluttering up my house but ask for that ask for, ask if you can use your holiday gift to donate to someplace like The Hook and also maybe go buy a bunch of concert tickets as your holiday present i to have four shows to look look forward to whatever your holiday budget is four five six shows to look forward to at The Hook go do that instead of just buying another stupid fucking thing that you're never going to you're going to appreciate it for about 30 seconds then forget it was there Just an idea.
1: What about one of those boxes that does sort of the steam
2: incense, you know, that smells like...
1: mandarin if i have
2: to smell more mandarin punkman spice bullshit coming out of people's <laughs> homes and people will be like do you think it'll help us sell to have this going on oh. like, no you will people like me i start sneezing it's not yeah good. no
1: it's awful i start coughing and i will burn your house down i swear <laughs> to god uh i want to thank uh smart start mn i want to thank scott mckay our mortgage guy thank you very much sean uh thanks to audio thank Equip. they're the ones who have provided us with all this state-of-the-art equipment which is why we get to sound like we're not doing it on an iphone because we're not doing it on an iphone does anyone here have an iphone
2: we have sweet compression going on sweet
1: sweet compression (laughs) man i like to think about sweet compression anyway um it's time for us to go jesse uh is there only on the road (laughs) (laughs) jesse is there anything else you want to throw in before we say our final goodbye
4: hey i just want to say thank you and and any support that you give to the hook and Ladder theater uh, this week uh, goes a long way in helping hundreds, if not thousands, of artists.
2: Well, come back down the road. We'd love to have you on again to talk about what's coming up at the hook. Bring an artist with you sometime. We'd love to support you guys as much as we can. So we should start scheduling stuff and having you come in, bring an artist with you, and we'll. Do some talking about the artists and some talking about what what's coming up at the hook. A little on-air production meeting there, Brian. But, Fine, don't. Threat. But we love uh, you, we love you, you guys and we, support, I love you. That. So I, we d- support you. We support you guys. So it'd be so great much. to just have you in and and talk about what's coming up. And I think you know every six weeks or so would be perfect just to kind of pre-plan and for people to be able to buy tickets and fill up some of these shows for you. Don't threaten me with a good time, Sean. <laughs> Don't threaten me <laughs> with a, a good time. It's a little idea, yeah. Uh, we're going to go. So again, a quick
1: reminder, Give to the Max Day is coming up, but you can start giving right now at thehookmpls.com. There's a little button right there. You do 25 bucks, you get a free do- download code for this new live album. And if you do 100 bucks or more, and again, right now is an important time to do it because it's doubled. You could actually get an artifact, the physical merchandise, but only while supplies last. You're going to play one more song for us what's it gonna be
4: um we have
2: i think it's the, this one right here the m we have, a, we have a song
4: by Maida. right on yeah who's oh, and gonna she's be playing and she's playing for a give to the max celebration on thursday so it's a perfect way to, to, to end the show here with a wonderful probably the best song on the album
6: are you ready Like a little bit of murder in the morning Right about all the government's boring. Someone left the yeah. Lord in This ain't a nursery rhyme Baby, this is a warning Sing to me Like I was a president Sing to me Like you're never gonna sing again Sing to me And make it's it so beautiful Keep me here to make me late to my funeral Murder You, you got, got me listening listen to Murder i